Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up! Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive, deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going, going. The big leagues. Going, going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye. He has done it. He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bat. Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang, zoom, go the fireworks. The fan. Welcome in to the Hot Corner. For it must be a Wednesday as it's always a Wednesday. Because that's kind of what we do here. Hello. Sorry, my headphones were unplugged and I was late and getting into this room and I'm all frazzled. Need, need need some more need some more uh uh what 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 do the kids say need some more snare in the headphones in my headphones yep need some more snare in the headphones <laughs> Joe just turned his hand on a fake <laughs> dial on the board <laughs> Joe's like yeah I'm here <laughs> here's the snare you asked for you jerks <laughs> but hey it's us we're here it's a Wednesday this is what we do yes. Who would have thought hot basketball on the tube would be Phoenix, New Orleans? I thought it was. I thought it was interesting That's the good other producing day. Producing over there. I'm just 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 throwing that out there. The other day we were talking. It was a really slow sports day on primetime, and I had put like a movie on the TV, and I, I was just like, they were like, "Oh, what are we going to watch?" And I was like, "Put whatever you want on." And they're like, "No, we feel like we should watch sports in here because we're a sports show." And I'm mm-hmm. like. There's nothing on. Yeah. What are you going to put on like an old game on 
root sports? Like, what are you going to put on? Well, it's Super Bowl time, so uh, super I'm sure big game. Super big game week because super uh, because we can't, you know, well, the big there's game. a lawsuit. Thanks, Patrick. Yeah, yep, my bad. The big game. No, we can say Super Bowl. We just <clears> can't <throat> officially say it in opens and sponsored things. Uh, I'm super sure, big, super wow, big game. I'm sure the super NFL wants to play me a Super Bowl replay of a really bad Super Bowl. What's the worst Super Bowl you remember watching? Remember watching? Yeah. Ooh. Like like you watched, like whether it was at a party or with friends when you were a kid. I mean, mixed really? with your parents. What's the one that you watched and you were like, this sucks? Patriots Rams. Yeah, I was just going to say a couple of years ago. I mean, that one was pretty damn atrocious. That I watched one. that with you, Patrick, at uh, oh, yeah. at one yeah. of your friends' yep, places. Yep. And I won the squares three out of the four quarters because it was so low scoring. Doesn't sound like a bad Super Bowl to me, Mike. That was one of the worst <clears throat> games I've ever watched in a Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Uh, I think for me, it was or, uh, uh, Seattle beating Denver, Tampa, Tampa, Oakland, Tampa, Oakland was rough at halftime. We went outside and hung out. That's the I, Jason Sukanik Super Bowl winning team. Yep. That's the O2 <laughs> Bucks beating the uh, Oakland Raiders where Tampa had Oakland's coach and they knew everything they were going to do. And there was like pick six galore. And it was really bad. That's the one that comes to my mind. I don't remember watching that one. I, so. <clears throat> I have vague memories of that because my mom and my mother's side is Raider fans. Okay. And so I, they were still jacked. They were like into it. You're losing, but you're like, it's my team. I got to stick with it. And from what Kinda I can like remember. like watching Liverpool Brighton today. Because wasn't that 2003? Two, yeah, 02. I think it's the 02 Super Bowl. Yeah. I think it's um, the 01 season, but it's the 02 Super Bowl. I think that was Bowl. just, um, I think Tampa was the underdog going into that game. I believe you are correct. And so Rich Gannon won the MVP. That's right. And so people, it was uh, Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan. Coach. Yep. They had traded Gruden to the Bucks after they fired Tony Dungy. Right. So I felt like that one was just surprising because the Buccaneers just whooped the S out of the Raiders. Dexter Jackson, defensive defensive player as an MVP. I'm also going to say Seahawks Broncos. A, because I'm a Broncos fan and I hated it. I know everybody out here probably loved watching them kick our ass. But uh, yeah, that was, what was that, like 40, like 8 to 12 or something crazy? Well, yeah, it didn't help that the first snap of the game was a safety yeah, yep. right. Then, Didn't it fly over Peyton's oh, head? Oh yeah, it went well. well over I was his head. I was at a party with a bunch of Seahawks fans, so they're naturally going to be loving it, and you're gonna have this great atmosphere while you're watching. So yeah, it was a blowout. It wasn't a great game, but I had a good time. Then I guess I'm asking, which Super Bowl did you not have a good time at? That's tough. I don't know if and because I'll remember one of my favorite Super Bowls that I had the best time at is. 28-3. Oh, I mean. Falcons was... are up 28-3, and I'm sitting there, and everybody's kind of, like, walking away. I everyone's was in kind Dominican of, Republic watching that Everyone's game. kind of forgetting <laughs> about the game, and I was just sitting down, and I kind of noticed, like, the money chair in front of the in front of the TV at my buddy's house was open because nobody cared. And I was like, well, I'll just sit down and watch for a little bit. And then they scored a touchdown, and I goes, hey, guys, you might want to watch this game. Nobody's listening to me. They scored another chance. I'm like, hey, guys, you might want to watch this game. And then after a while, everybody was like, dude, how'd you get the money seat? And I was like, well, it was 28-3. <laughs> and now it's not. <laughs> now it's not. And yeah. I'm not getting up. I watched that game in Dominican Republic at my now ex-sister-in-law's wedding. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember going down there. I was like, you really had your wedding on the Super Bowl? Like, come on. <laughs> 
but the resort that they had it at had a huge setup for it, a big projector screen. It was on the beach. Because well, the red big stripes deal. everywhere. <laughs> what? Red stripes everywhere. Yeah, red Why stripes am everywhere. I this silly hot mug? Well, actually, I think in Dominican Republic, it was the El Presidentes were the beers that were there. Red stripe is Jamaica. Um, but yeah, so that was fun because everyone was there for the party. <clears throat> so when the game got bad, people were just still sitting around hanging out. So we got to see the huge comeback. That was fun. Uh, we got back-to-back texts on 503-250-1080. Uh, Baltimore Gigantes, 2000 is the Super Bowl. That mm. one was rough. Yeah. I remember watching that one. That one was rough. My family is Giants fans, though, so I remember that being more passionate. Kerry Collins. Yeah. Jason Seahorn. <laughs> yep. Tiki Barber. Michael Strahan's still on that team, right? Uh, No. He's not on that team. He wasn't on that team yet? Nope. Too young for Strahan. Hmm. Too young. I, I believe so. I'd be surprised. I think that's too young for Strahan. Because I thought Strahan was end of his career for the other ones. What's, was that 2000, you said? Uh, Yeah, that's the Strahan 2000 Super Bowl. Strahan is 2008. Strahan was on that team. Was he? Yeah. You just look it up? Yep. That's good producing work right there. Got the roster up. 2000 New York Giants final roster, Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan, did he start? I don't know if he started. Right, right, right. But I, I don't remember he... the name. I don't think he was the Good Morning America Strahan that he is now. Patrick, <laughs> he was on. He got drafted in '93. Uh, yes. He got drafted in '93. Starting lineups. Michael Strahan was the starting left defensive end for the Giants. Wait, timeout. Strahan got drafted in '93. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm reading. '93. Right round was round eight. two, pick forty-eight or pick you, forty. Where did he go to school? Michael Strahan. Mike, Ooh. do you know? Yeah, where'd Michael Strahan? I don't know. I got no I idea. I now know from just looking. Well, yeah, at yeah, yeah. I figured Joe knew, so I was going to throw this at Mike. I have no idea where he went yeah, to I school. I don't think you, you would ever get it. <laughs> Whoa. Well, that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, my buddy. Iowa State, my, NC my, State, Miami, Florida. My, Florida my, State. Not even close. My buddy went to Tulane with J.P. Lossman. So. I think, like, Cal. just <clears throat> Eastern random, Illinois. random ass school in texas. i feel like i'm naming in random texas mass schools. in texas north texas north texas no texas Baylor. state no tcu no smu they didn't have a program a m texas southern wow you're right i would have never guessed that <laughs> i mean you never know like like that's the thing with defensive guys like defensive guys they always come out of nowhere like erlacher went to arizona and you're like what linebacker you no had me all doubting my michael strahan knowledge i'm like come on man Hey, hey, I didn't mean to doubt. I just I just didn't think I just didn't think he was that old. He His so last good. year was 2007. He looked so good on TV. Oh, he should have stayed one more year. He'd have two. <laughs> he just looked so good on TV that you're like, well, that guy, yeah, he played in the 2000s. All TV'd up. I'm going to throw another one out there. Um, Broncos, Panthers, wasn't all that enthralling. I mean, I guess there was some drama towards the oh, end. Oh, that's Shut true. With Cam New- I mean, you got the wins. So that's happy, true. Mike, that's but. true. Peyton was hobbled. The offense was really brutal. And Cam crapped the bed. Von Miller was great in that Von game. Von Miller was excellent in that game. So may- maybe I'll, I'll, I'll let that one slide because you had a player that showed up that was like, bam, I'm the guy. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me. That's my team. So I was thrilled. Well, yeah. Especially after the Super Bowl prior to that when I wasn't thrilled. I was less than thrilled. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's tough because I every time I went to parties for Super Bowls, it was always the same. Like sometimes, most of the time it was at my house and people would come over and we'd have, mm-hmm. you know, the food and whatever. And I'd talk to people. We'd watch the game. Watch the commercials. I've never really had a bad time watching a Super Bowl. No. It's, it, it's just it, purely based on if the game bored me or not. And 
That Rams-Patriots game bored me to tears. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of games that I don't remember. I don't really remember Green Bay-Pittsburgh, Rodgers, Super Bowl. I don't really remember <laughs> that one. What I remember one. about that day was um, first half coming <clears throat> to an end, and I was at a buddy's house, and he has a basketball court, like a blacktop out in, like on his property. Mm-hmm. They go, all right, going to take a commercial break, and coming up next, we got the Black Eyed Peas. I've never seen a group of <laughs> men leave a room quicker. Mass go, exodus. Yeah, we're like, well, let's go get a round of basketball in, shall we? Yeah. That's what I remember about that day. Yeah, I'm just, it's tough, man. I remember it's, watching it's the Janet Jackson. It's such an event. Who doesn't? That uh, it's such an event that you just kind of deal with it. It was one of the rare times it wasn't held at my house. It was held at a neighbor's house. And I was in his basement, and they had a small old TV, like an actual old dial-turning TV. Ooh, nice. And that's where, Sexy. That's where I saw the Janet that's like Jackson my style. boob flap. Ooh, I remember that. So the problem is... That Super Bowl, I don't even know what Super Bowl that is, but that can't be a bad Super Bowl. We saw, we saw boobs. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a boob flap, right? Yeah, that's just we saw, the first time I've ever heard it referred as the boob flap. Well, sometimes you got to be creative, Joe. <laughs> sometimes the random word pops into your head anyway. The pasty. Pasty gate. Yeah. Well, I was there for Justin Timberlake. I don't know what the rest of you were there for. I just remember it being a really small, hard-to-see TV, so I was disappointed because we all were mm. like teenagers or whatever age we were. I don't even remember what year that was. You're right, Patrick. I don't remember. But I remember we all looked at it like, oh, and then they cut away, and it, that was it. And it was a small TV, and it was grainy, and it was like, well, I didn't really see much. Yeah, we're getting uh, 95 Niners Chargers. I remember that. Steve Young, first snap of the game at the 20-yard line, threw a 80-yard bomb to Jerry Rice in double coverage, and it was like, well, this game's going to be over real quick. Uh, what else we, What else we seeing? I don't uh, remember that one. That's a little too early for me, I think. Uh, Denver, Atlanta. Which yeah, is that was, Elway's second Super Bowl. Yeah, that, that was, was not uh, great. That's Dirty Bird. That's when I first started rooting for the Broncos because I was young and watching the Super Bowl. So I remember it <clears> being a seminal moment in my Bronco fandom, but I don't remember the game particularly. Well. Right, right. Anyway, so the big game is this weekend. But that's is, not what we're here for, right, baby? No. No, Kali Dogley. Well, we got a show lined up for you. A lot of stuff going on in Major League Baseball we want to kind of get to. Uh, I know we we do want to get to Mike. You had that great shortstop article that we passed on last week that I'd like to get to this week because we, we might it on for two weeks now. Yeah, we might be in a golden age of shortstops. So I want to get to that as well. And there's a lot of stuff going on. We want to fill you in who's signing where, who's doing what, things like that. As baseball is getting closer and closer and closer, there is news on when the season's going to start, when spring training's going to start. We'll get to all that, but we're going to start with Nolan Arenado, friend of the show, because that's a big deal. You can find us on social media. Mike's at on Twitter at MikeLynch27. You can find me on Instagram at PDD085. Joe's on Twitter as well at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. Harass us. Fan text line 503-250-1080. Beers on Us podcast going to drop tomorrow. We did style on Steam Beer, the only American-style beer you can really find. So make sure you get that wherever you get your podcasts, including radio.com and 1080thefan.com. We come back. The Rockies have dealt Nolan Arenado. And, and this uh, show has a new favorite team. And this show has a very new favorite team. We'll get to that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan.
21 here, Portland Sports Leader. We are live from the poop-filled Willamette. Uh, Phoenix up on New Orleans right now, 36-35, as we are an NBA show. But we'll put that on hiatus for a minute. We'll have to put the NBA aside. Because we got baseball news. We got big baseball news. We got big baseball news. So, Also, we got a text on the text line that has made my brain start going. Yeah? Hey, baseball sharks. That's us. Oh, whoa. Hey, 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 whoa, hey. Who is your top oh, five just... past present players named George? I just had a grandson named George. I got the answer, but I bet you <clears> don't get all five. Oh, and there's no Jorge's allowed. Well, I only got one off the top of my head. Yep. I haven't really put a lot of thought into it. I had it, two yeah. off the top of my head that were named George. I don't know if the second one's a great one, but he is a he is a George. I only got one. I feel like we should, in one of these breaks, start doing this. Because on the air, we can't just sit here and be like, hmm. Hmm. This guy's named George, so he hmm. might be on the list. Hmm. We should try to do that in a break and hmm. come back and see if we can find Ooh, I got two. the five. Ooh, I got two. Okay. Let's do it in a break. All right. Let's focus on the trade. I just, I just, my brain started going to the break when I saw it on the text uh, line. 503 1080 I don't want to, st- I don't want to work, Mike. <laughs> you don't want to talk about your favorite player no. going to our new favorite team? No. Wait a sec. My favorite player on our new favorite team? Yeah. Is Francisco in English George? <laughs> I no, I believe that would be Frank. Am I missing something? That's why his nickname is Frankie. Frank! Franks and Beans! Franks and Beans! Uh, this story has got so many layers to it. And I, I'm almost like perplexed on where to start with it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I- it's like. Like, when you just look at it and you're like, the Cardinals acquire third baseman Nolan Arenado from the Rockies. Mm-hmm. You're like, whoa, Rockies finally dealt. Cardinals up, big up. When I saw it, the first thing I thought in my head was like, Hot Corner is going to love this. But then the GM comes out from the Rockies and says, really stupid thing. I don't know. This is like too much. It's like when when those sports stories are handed to you and you're like, blah, 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 I don't know what it's like. Is that what you do? That's kind of what I do. <laughs> when when some things like blow your mind so much, like today Chris Archer signed with the Rays and I was like, ooh, I don't care. Wait, he did? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, Chris Archer signed with the Rays today. You went back home? Yeah, one-year deal. Oh. For like 8.5. I was like, ooh, overpaid. So what you're saying <laughs> is, is the Rays traded him, got Glass now in Austin Meadows, and then got him back. And miss the crappy years. What a Yankee move. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of a Yankee move. Trade her Aldis Chapman for Glaber Torres and then get her Aldis Chapman back. All right. All right. What up? Anyway, okay. <clears throat> so let's I think, just. I think the reason it's confusing, by the way, is because. The trade is confusing. We've never seen a trade that's been like this. And I've tried to read into what it is and I'm lost. I'm so lost with it. It makes zero sense to me. Agreed. Nolan Arenado goes from the, from the Rockies to the Cardinals. And the Rockies get the Rockies get five prospects. None of them are massively highly touted. And the Cardinals get Nolan Arenado and fifty million dollars. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Let, let me back this up for a quick second. Something like that. I did not say fifteen. I said fifty with a D. Because apparently the Rockies love the D right now. And 
I don't understand, and it scares me because it makes me worry about the future of Major League Baseball, which we can get into later. But let's just start here. The Cardinals have Nolan Arenado at third base. And Paul Goldschmidt at first base. The two most underrated hyped players on this show in the, the last beloved players on the three to four years are now on the same team. We have always said this. The most underrated phenomenal players in Major League Baseball are Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. Correct. And now they man, dare I say, the hot corners <laughs> for the St. Louis Cardinals. Correct. They do. If you're a Cardinal fan, I would run outside with my six shooters and just start blasting in the air. <laughs> I'm DeVito right now. And then I just started blasting. Bang, 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 bang. Like, I'm so jacked. And is this not the most Cardinal move ever? Like, oh, when you it's... think about Arenado and you're like, okay, the Rockies are most likely going to trade him. He's going to go somewhere. You know, he he is he is an eight-time consecutive gold glover, nine-time consecutive gold glover. He is the best third baseman in the game. And he's been the powerhouse of that, of those Rockies teams. He seems to be a great leader. He seems to be a great guy, can clutch hit, phenomenal defense, hits for average, hits for bombs. He's a complete player. Of course the Cardinals swooped in on him. Of course the Cardinals go get the underrated player that for some reason everybody else doesn't want to trade for, but they do. And then they get, and everybody's like, nice move. Good job, Cardinals. Why didn't my team do that? Wow. How did the Cardinals realize that Nolan Arenado was great? <laughs> it's a strange trade. I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around it. Um, I don't know any of the players that went back. I've heard of the guy, Austin Gomber or Gomer, however you say it. Well, but and we're not big prospect guys. No, we're just and, not. And I, I just don't care. Yeah, um, I just, you know, I, we've seen right. guys. Dustin Ackley was the number two prospect in all of baseball, and he got drafted, and he was meh. Yes. So prospects are prospects. It's like recruiting. I'm um, like, meh. $51 million to be absorbed by the Rockies. They were paying his entire salary this year at $35 million, the Rockies are. Um, but the Cardinals actually added another opt-out to his deal as part of this trade. So Arenado had an opt-out after next season, I think. Which he was for sure going to do. In the Rockies <laughs> deal. And now they let him add another one the year after that. So it is a little bit risky for the Cardinals, too. I mean, they're getting sure. one of the premier players in baseball, but he has a chance to opt-out twice. And I think he only did his uh, removed his no-trade clause, which he has, because they were able to add that opt-out in, which makes me think he wants to use the opt-out. If he was only willing to remove the no-trade clause from his deal because they added the second opt-out in, that makes me think he wants to use it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he loves it there and he resigns and it's fine. At least a little security. I will throw this at you because we're up against it, and I do want to talk about this a little more. This is not a one-segment thing. There, there, there's a lot of things going on. Nolan Arenado said the first time he ever played in St. Louis, Troy Tulowitzki, you remember that guy? Mm -hmm. Troy Tulowitzki was the shortstop, and he was the phenom in, uh, in, in Colorado, in Denver at the time. He said to Nolan, when they got to St. Louis, he goes, watch how St. Louis do, does things. You'll learn something. Maybe at that time, they no one's the second most World Series in baseball history. Started looking around and was kind of like, hey, so when the Rockies are like, 
we're going to send you to the Cardinals. If you're Nolan Arenado, you got to be like, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's a better franchise. It's better run. It's better fans. It's more chances at making the playoffs. <clears throat> better teammates. I mean, I guess you lose the altitude, but oh well. Oh well. Uh, when we, I want, I want to switch over. I want to. When we come back, I want to look at this from the St. Louis perspective and see what Arenado on that squad actually means for them. Because I think we can all sit here and agree that the Rockies are doomed for the seller for a little bit here in the National League West, right? Adios. Oh. Our lovable Rockies, we probably will not be talking about. We might watch games that are on because it's late on the West Coast, but um, I think it's safe to say that... What is the uh, Colorado Rockies? <laughs> those guys probably aren't our guys anymore. Yeah, probably not. Probably Although not. Although they are still my team in MLB The Show, although I haven't played it in quite some time. <laughs> but I do want to talk... I built a little mini, uh, mini super team there. <laughs> but I do want to talk about what this means for the Cardinals, and when we come back, that's what we'll do. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Seven thirty-six. Hot Corner. Mike, what'd you put on my TV? Put is on that Bruce Banner. I put on the Avengers. Ah. The original Avengers, because there's not a lot on right now. Ah, you know, one person told me once that you could watch this movie without seeing any of the other superhero movies, and so I put it on. And in the very beginning, when Thor is chasing Loki, I was like, I thought they were brothers. They were like, well, yeah, they are, but they're fighting. And I was like, and I'm done. Yeah. Uh, my my very hot take slash unpopular opinion is that this movie is not good. Um, people love this movie because it was the first Avengers, uh -huh. and it was the first movie where <clears> all of them were in the same movie together. I went back last year and watched all the movies in order. So did I. Um, I thought this movie was rushed and jammed together and was not very good compared to the other Avengers movies. So my girlfriend realized that she had never seen Infinity War mm -hmm. or Endgame. Well, she thought she saw Infinity War but didn't see Endgame. And so I threw Endgame on. At the very beginning, she was like, whoa, hey, maybe I haven't seen Infinity War. So I was like, well, we got to go back and watch that. And we watched Infinity War last night. And then started Endgame. And I'm watching there. It's new to her. Mm -hmm. And so she's kind of like, you know, asking questions. And, you know, we're following. I'm trying to remember what I know. And I'm starting to watch. I'm like, these Avengers movies are not very good. <laughs> None of these are very good. Age uh, of Ultron was all right. Because it was like an Iron Man 4. But uh, the I, I disagree. I think the last two Avengers are good. I like Infinity War and I like Endgame. But well, Age of Ultron's okay. I just don't think this movie is good. The I original Avengers is too rushed, and there's too much going on. And they, and it, even though I had watched the ones prior to this, it just felt too too much like, excuse me, too much like there was a lot they were trying to get in, and they just cut some of it out. I just don't think these movies are good if you haven't seen the side movies, which tells me the side movies are better. Um, yeah, I would say most of them are. Man, I really want to see Black Widow. Also, Civil War is terrible, and should. Oh, I didn't mind Civil War. I really wanted to see Black Widow. Because I really liked the Captain America movies, and when it was Captain America Civil War and it wasn't really about Captain America, I was kind of annoyed. Yeah, he's my least favorite. 
I really want to see Black Widow because, I mean, ScarJo. Well, it's coming out this year. What's up, girl? It was supposed to come out last year. Yeah, well, you know, it's coming out this year. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> So we're talking about we're talking about Nolan Arenado and how what he and I want to get into his impact on the St. Louis Cardinals. And I I found this oh I was supposed to look this up during the break and I totally forgot. Um but I Good saw job. Uh, yeah I know right. I saw this uh article on Fangraphs. Great Okay. Site. Fangraphs. New home of rosterresource.com. Friends of the show. Uh, and and this is the name of the article, or this is the, the headline of the article. After their acquisition of Nolan Arenado, Fangraphs now projects the Cardinals to be the best team in the NL Central. Okay. Fair statement. Sure. You hear that, and you're like, they probably might have been the best team in the NL Central to begin with. Central's going to be down this year. Central's weird. Central's weird. We don't know what the Brewers are doing. The Pirates suck. Um, and then the Reds, the and Reds Cubs. and Reds Cubs, were good last year. Yeah, and you're kind of like, well, I don't really know. Is Chris Bryant going to be on the cut? Like, who knows what's going on? Fangraph says the Cardinals are projected to have a winning percentage of 485, or a roughly 79 and 83 record with Nolan Arenado. With Nolan Arenado, uh, and they're projected to win. The with Central. 79 wins. This is correct. Whoa. Oh, my God. Maybe, Michael. Maybe. maybe. Just maybe. Just maybe. The Central is even worse than you thought. <laughs> yeah, apparently. If Because we're projection. like, yeah, the Pirates are bad. Yeah, we know that. Every team's got a bad division or a bad team in the division. Everybody's got one. Yes. We are the bad team in the AL Central. <laughs> Go Royals. You know? <laughs> and. Well, the Tigers are. I don't know, man. Dude, have you seen our lineup? <laughs> like, things are not great. We got beeps, and that's it. Uh, but it sounds like this doesn't really move the needle all that much for them, and I find that quite surprising because you're looking at the premier third baseman, and you've got him, and you're going to – they're probably going to lock him in. They'd be stupid not to. Sounds like the same thing with Goldschmidt. You get him. Well, I mean, he's like, already on the long-term deal. Right. So there's not really locking in you can do. You just hope he doesn't do his opt-out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's going to be there. But I can't imagine the Cardinals are bad. I can't think that they're a 79-win team. They got my boy Jake Flaherty. <laughs> they got Wayno back. They're oh. probably going to get Molina back. Get the old guard in to teach the young bucks. I know Colton Wong signed with the Brewers today, and I know they're really hurting on that one. Well, I want to look now at uh, at the Fangraphs roster resource for them to see what's going on. I just, I just, I can't believe that the Cardinals making this trade would not be borderline great. Well, I'm looking here, so they've got you know notable players in their lineup. You got Arenado and Goldschmidt, of course. Uh, Colton Wong is gone, so that's of note. I, I think he's still a free agent, though. No, he signed with uh, Milwaukee. He signed with Milwaukee. Okay. I've missed a lot of these <clears> random <throat> signings. What's with you, Mike? I thought you were a baseball guy. Is my phone not giving me MLB news? No, he didn't sign with the Yanks, so you were like, eh, whatever. <laughs> uh, you've got Paul DeYoung. Because you need more infielders in New York. <laughs> you've got Dexter Fowler, and then you got Tommy Edmond, if you remember him. Dylan Carlson, left field, is their cleanup hitter projected. Harrison Bader's there, center fielder. Um, Who's Mac there a cleanup hitter? 
Dan, uh, Dylan Carlson. You mispronounced Nolan Arenado. He's their third hitter. <laughs> Where's Goldschmidt? Just it's two. You can put Goldie at the two? Well, what's the new analytic trend? Your best hitter goes in the two hole, right? You're right. You're right. Uh, you got Matt Carpenter I don't, I still. I don't like that trend, by the way. <laughs> and then your, your rotation is Jack Flaherty and nothing else, really. So, Well, some of those other guys are all right. They got Wayno back. He was decent last year. Wayno's anyway, 39, dude. <laughs> they have Miles Michaelis. He's Roger 32. Clemens pitched into his 40s, and Charlie Chaplin had babies in his 70s, all right? <laughs> Have some faith, Anything Michael. Anything is possible. Uh, Dakota Hudson hurt as well, so Everything don't forget about possible. that. He had Tommy John, so, you know, we'll see uh, how he— Dakota had Tommy? Yeah, we'll see how he, how he does getting back. I mean, just looking at the team, the, the strength of this team is their bullpen. Get it. You've got Alex Reyes as a well, they got four closers right now. Yeah, because they got Martinez is probably their closer until they move him to a starter. No, Martinez Carl, will eventually be no, a No, Martinez is a starter on okay, here. Okay, okay. They've got Alex Reyes, Giovanni Gallegos, Andrew Miller, and Jordan Hicks all as closers. Oh man, I love that they're still paying Andrew Miller. So that's a for that's like a good four years ago. That is a good uh bullpen. For that sure. is good. Hicks throws hundred miles an hour. He's coming back from an injury, right? Yeah, but yeah, but he's gonna he's a hard thrower. Everybody's real pumped about him. So their bullpen's good. And, you know, Paul DeYoung, Goldschmidt, and Arenado. I mean, that's that's three good hitters and some cleanup guy that I've never heard of. I think if you look at last year in the shortened season, they finished 30 and 28. So you get a better hitter in Arenado in the lineup, but you've lost some of the guys that were on that team. That's probably why they're projected to be around 500. God, can you? Probably. I mean, based on last year. How did we... How did how did fan graphs? Well, I mean, this is their job, so I'm glad they're good at their job, and I, I assume they're good at their job. But how did fan graphs realize that the central was going to be this bad, and we didn't? It seems like it's been coming this way for a while, though, Mike. Right? We are the greatest baseball show in the history of shows. Okay. Wow, that's some really big talk you're saying there, Mike. Mike, friends of our show, Patrick. Patrick, what? <laughs> You're like, I was like, what? You got something to say? <laughs> no. I'm and just, you're like, no, I want to check you. I was just mocking you. <laughs> the Cardinals got our boys. They got Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. Those are perennial MVP guys, and they suck. Well, they don't suck. Well, they They're projected they, to win the division. Yeah, they only don't suck because the rest of everybody around them, you know? <laughs> it's really bad. It is strange. It's that's a, it's that's like weird... I'm 300 pounds, but all my friends are 400 pounds, so I'm the skinny one. I'm the thin one. <laughs> that is a very strange division if you think about it, but I feel like it's been kind of building this way for a couple of years, right? The Cubs have been progressively getting more and more confusing in, in their decision-making process. Mm -hmm. and... and Theo bounces. Theo's like, I'm confused too, and I'm in charge, <laughs> so I'll see you later. The Brewers had that one or two great years, and you're kind of like, okay, that was cute, guys. Haters on the table. And... and the Reds had a good year last year, but they're not bringing back Bowers, so you're like, all right, Reds had one good year, and now they're done. And the Pirates are the Pirates, so the Pirates are like 18 free wins for all these teams. And Pirates are like, man, can you believe this division sucks and we're still going to get the number one pick? <laughs> Some's going to hit a double and get benched. Are the Pirates going to win 40 <laughs> games this year? I hope so. I'm, I'm rooting for the Pirates. I hope they win 60. Why, I hope why this, would you root for them? I hope this backfires, because that's why. Because when you tank to suck... I hope it backfires and you end up winning stuff. We've seen this before when you're like, like the Mariners two years ago. It's like, why are they going on this hot streak? Stop, stop, stop. Last year, they went 19 and 41. Ooh, sexy. Oh, my God. Uh, this, 
You looking at their lineup? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am. Stop me when you've heard of a player. There's only one on here you probably heard of. All right. I love this game. I love roster resources. Batting leadoff, playing second base, Adam Frazier. Nope. Batting second, playing third base, third base, Cabrian Hayes. Cabrian, I like that name. Batting third, playing first, Colin Moran. Nope. Batting fourth, playing left field, Brian Reynolds. Wait, where's Josh Bell? He's gone. Oh, yeah, he plays for the Nationals. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> fourth, left field, Brian Reynolds. I was like, I do know guy. It's Josh Bell. No, he plays for the you Nationals. You know the next guy. Fifth, right field, Gregory Polanco. Ooh, Polanco, that poor schmuck. <laughs> Sixth, center field, Anthony Alford. Seventh, catcher, Jacob Stallings. And eighth, shortstop, Eric Gonzalez. God, those raised prospects better turn out this year. <laughs> They're starting pitchers. Steven Brault. Whoa. Chad Cool. We know him. Well, I know him. I don't know if you know him. <laughs> I like the blanket. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Mitch Keller. JT. Mitch Keller. I had Mitch Keller on my fantasy team. Okay. I did. He had uh, he strung a couple of good starts together, and cool, then, cool, I, cool, then cool, I had cool, to cool. drop him. Uh, JT Brubaker or Brubaker. Kazoo tight. And Will Crow. Will Crow. That's their starting five. Will Crow. That's my guy for the rest of the year. Guys, they're really bad. Yeah, they're going to be really bad. Uh, so that's kind of it. And and so Arenado's in the Cardinals, and we'll see how that pans out. I mean, it's got to be a good move for them. It's the most classic Cardinals move I've ever seen in my life since Paul Goldschmidt, which actually wasn't that far ago. So it's not that cool. I don't know. Anyway, you know what I mean. We come back. I want to switch over and look at the Rockies side of this. And I want to ask the question, are teams just not getting what they should anymore? And is this a dangerous trend that will continue? Or are we just seeing this now? We'll do all that next. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. You know, if you're a Cards fan, you're probably pretty pumped. If you're a Rockies fan, you're definitely not. Saw a bunch of stuff on the internet about, uh, you know, Rockies fans, Rocks, Rock Nation. Uh, you know, doing the things you would expect them to do. They're not happy. Are they burning Arenado jerseys? No, they're not burning Arenado jerseys. They're burning their fandom. Mm. They love Arenado. Makes sense, I suppose. It's like it's like us as Cleveland fans. Like we don't hate on Frankie. Frankie said the entire time, "Hey, I'd love to stay here." They got to say they want to keep me, and they never did. So when Frankie goes, you're like, "Oh, see you, dude." I hate the Dolans. Yeah. I guess that's probably a good point. The Rockies... Although Arenado <clears throat> did force his way out. I mean, kind of. Well, but but I mean, to be fair, he did the thing that you always do. You're like, hey, I want to be here. I love this town. I love this team. The fans are great. But I want to win. And if I'm not in your plans, then it's time for something else. And so they dealt him. What What I think Rockies fans are most upset with is... You didn't just deal Arenado. You didn't get anything back, and you sent $51 million mm-hmm. to the cards because the cards are basically looking at that deal and saying, we don't sign guys to that deal. So if you want to do this deal, you got to throw us money. And that's basically what? Two years of his contract 
Yeah, basically. Is, is, is basically what that is. Or like one and a half years, yeah. But, I mean, if you think about it, if you're a Rocky fan, like, what the hell, man? Wait, we're, wait, wait, wait a sec. We're trading our best player, and we're sending them money, too? Mm-hmm. For nobody? For a couple of prospects that maybe this, will pan out? This is worse than the Cleveland deal. I didn't think it could get worse than that. <laughs> we sent Francisco Lindor and Cookie Carrasco, two of our top five best players, for nothing. These guys sent their best player and money. And they don't have money. If I'm a Rockies fan, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. When could I potentially bail on my fandom? Right. I'm not there yet. Well, I'm sure a lot of Rockies fans feel that way right now. Though. But I'll bet you Rockies fans are having a hard look in the mirror. Yeah, the the thing with this that's been the interesting story is that the is it the GM or the owner, the Jeff Birdrick guy? Is he GM? I think he's the GM. GM. Has come out and said some very strange comments where he's basically bashing the media and saying they don't deserve to have an opinion on this trade because they never played baseball, mm-hmm. which is coming from a guy who never played <laughs> baseball. Um, and he's <clears throat> he's very defiant about what's happening here. Yep. Where he doesn't seem to realize that he is part of the reason why Arenado left because he broke the relationship. It's almost like it, this happens a lot. I've been seeing this a lot with like this GameStop stuff, right? All these really rich people don't realize what's going on outside their little bubble. Right. And they're like, oh, no, no, I'm I'm great. Trust me. But everything else is wrong. That kind of, that's kind of what it feels like with, with the Birdrick guy. It's just weird that he and the Dolans in Cleveland did the same thing. They hurt the relationship with their star player, either by not offering them a contract or whatever, right? Rockies did offer Nolan Arenado a contract, but I guess there were more personal issues going on there. And then they trade them away for nothing, and it's their fault. You know, it's 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 their fault that these players are leaving, and it's nobody else's. And, and you ask, what's the deal with all these guys getting nobody in return? I don't think it's a value thing. I think it's these teams know that these GMs and owners are idiots and messed up, and they need to get out from an Albatross contract that – the guy doesn't want to play for them anymore, so they'll take whatever they can get. It's the same thing with the Texans right now. You with know, Deshaun Watson. With Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to play out, but Deshaun Watson wants out. He has a massive contract he just signed last year. The Texans say no. We want to repair the relationship. It doesn't seem repairable to me right now. We should hire a head coach. Who are they going to hire as a head coach? They already hired a head coach. Whoops. Yeah. A guy that nobody <laughs> heard of. Whoops. So it's the same situation <clears throat> there. The Texans will get a decent amount for Deshaun Watson because he's an amazing player and the right, NFL is right. different than the MLB. But teams know he wants out and they'll be able to offer less than if he didn't want out. I heard this. It removes the team's leverage. I heard this that the GM Birdrick, is that how you say his name? I think so. Something like that. <clears throat> he said he slept on it for a few days and there were 10 different times where he told himself this is a bad deal. And he still pulled the trigger. I mean, if I went to bed and I was like, should I trade Nolan Arenado and $51 million for five guys I've never heard of? I don't think that's a good idea. Next night. I'll sleep on it. I don't think that's a good idea. I'll sleep on it again. I don't think that's a good idea. I'll sleep on it one more time, <laughs> just to be safe. 
Like, I mean, there's a lot of money involved here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Star big, player. I'm a, big, I'm a big time GM here for the Colorado Rockies. I'm going to sleep on it. No, I don't like it. Next day, done. Let's do it. <laughs> Cardinals, I'd love to see Arenado in a Cardinal jersey. He's like a fan. <laughs> He's like, Arenado in the Cardinals? That sounds great. Yeah, man, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll tell you what. I want this to happen so much. Here's $51 million. <laughs> uh, but he did come out and say that there was no way, shape, or form he was going to trade him to the Dodgers. Not trading this guy to the Dodgers. Not in the division, of course. I'd rather get screwed over by somebody else than the Dodgers. <laughs> As yeah. you get the, the, this texture texting, he's like, I'm a Dodgers fan. I watch a lot of Rockies games. Arenado's a stud. I'd love to see him in Dodger blue. Well, the Rockies wouldn't let that happen. No way. Instead, we're going to send him to the best bad team in the NL Central, and we're going to give him money because, gosh darn it, we don't like the Dodgers. He continues and says the Rockies will never win until they get a new ballpark, no matter if they have Arenado or not. The band box destroys their pitching staff, and even the offense wears down due to the long games. Plus, the outfield's gigantic. They get killed with balls flying all over that thing. Home runs are hit, but they get killed by balls that find holes because of the vast ground they have to cover. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Your stadium's your stadium. Safeco is a massive thing. Safeco's a beast. They did, City Field they is. They bring the walls in in both of those places. City Field is a beast. Like, some stadiums are just big. Mm-hmm. Okay, in in Texas, they're like, Texas is never going to have great pitchers because the ball flies out of the park. So what? That's what we do. You figure it out and you build your team around it. Also, it's not the stadium. It's it's Denver. You can't have a smaller stadium in Denver or else it's going to be insanity. So it leads to a lot of doubles and triples. Sure, fair, fair. So you deal with what you got. I don't know, man. This stuff's just so wild. I can't I can't imagine being a GM and being this guy. And I slept on it and I thought it was a bad idea ten out of twelve times and the two like convinced you. But you if for him you're in between a rock and a hard place though. Because pun intended. No, it wasn't. Ooh, that is a good pun. I did not do that intentionally. Come on, Mike. I'm not as smart I'm as you. I'm rooting for you, dude. I'm I am a, team Mike Lynch I, over here. I am not I am not as smart as you on that one. Um, uh, I want that mark. Can I get that marked? The he ha- he had to trade him, right? He wanted out. Sure. Arenado was demanding a trade. I think he could have gotten so much more for him. He's the best third baseman in baseball. I just wonder where other teams. Bidding? He's most prized possession. Were other teams bidding on him? Yeah, everybody wants Nolan Arenado. Were other teams bidding for him, or was it yeah, just the Cardinals? Yeah, who knows? Because that could have jacked the price up too. Yeah, but he's on a big deal. You could have waited. You could have waited. You could have. You could have been a contender. But then you have a disgruntled star on your team. Whatever, they're going to suck. Who cares? <laughs> we'll suck worse now. <laughs> All right, we got a loaded second hour coming up for you. We got fair foul at the bottom of the hour, and I really want to get into this. I'm excited. I actually still have not read the article. I'm trying to crash course it over the break. Uh, but Mike found this great article about shortstops in Major League Baseball. And is this the golden era? We'll get to all that next in the second hour of the Hot Corner. This is 1080 The Fan.